Navigation ship. Navigation ship. Navigating the trials and tribulations of race, dating, travel, trauma, and healing as young conscious black women. Hey, it's Ashley. Hey, it's Stephanie. And today we are discussing what does living an unapologetic life look like or mean to you? So this discussion has come about in memory of my grandma who recently passed away. She was a woman who lived her life unapologetically. So unapologetic, not in a sense of somebody who doesn't apologize, but in a sense of someone who lived a life true to their value, their integrity and used their voice and without apologies. So I would love to follow on that legacy. And as part of that, we're taking the time to dive into this. So the opening question is, that I'm gonna to put to you Ashley, is what does living an unapologetic, unapologetic life look like or mean to you? Um, well, we just like recently touched on it, <laughs> just talking about like my weekend and stuff. I think at this point, um, in a lot of ways, like just living a life of doing whatever it is that pleases you and mm-hmm. doing a life that pl- it pleases you without giving a care in the world to someone else's opinion mm-hmm. um, and living kind of outside of like trying to please other people, um, which is super interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like as a black woman, it's really important to get to the space where you go beyond caring about other people's opinions of your life or who you are as a person and how you Mm self-identify and just being comfortable and accepting of who you are and your life and doing exactly what pleases you. Mm. Um, So I'd love to turn that back on to you and ask you what it means to live unapologetically to you. Well, firstly, I would like to start off with what I've learned, I guess, from my grandma and then to go from there, because it's something that I guess resonated with me more recently, like living on like a life that fully aligns to my values and integrity. So my grandma was the sort of person who would tell you what, not necessarily what you wanted to hear, but what she felt you needed to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She loved the family so much not to leave anything unsaid. And it took me a while to figure this one out because um, I used to hear stories of other people and their grandmas. And I was like, my grandma is nothing like that, all sweet and saying sweet, sweet things all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is so strange. But then this is, this is not to say that she, that she wasn't there or you know, when you needed her or that she didn't make the tastiest foods or puddings or patties that we all loved. It's mm-hmm. say that she understood that she had a voice and a viewpoint and she used it and made her point known. Um, so to me, to live my life unapologetically is something I would... I'm consciously one to take on board, but to live my life, to, I would say, in line with my values, in line with my integrity, and to speak my truth, and to always speak my truth. So, you know, it's something that I'm, I guess I've been on a process of doing that over the last year or two years. And I guess it also comes down to trusting yourself and getting very in line with who, who you are as a person and um, what sort of person you want to be and what I mean by speaking your truth sometimes not you don't need to speak your truth to to everyone <laughs> because yeah. not everybody is going to be it's, it's you know it takes a lot of effort and energy um and you know you speak your truth to those who you who you choose to or would like to but there's a few dynamics in that I guess so using your voice I say that we all have a voice and it's worth it's worth using it in in, in 
in a way that uplifts the things in which that you want to put forward or want to make changes within the world or your own environment and specifically facing fears and taking risks taking care of myself going my own way and others and being your authentic self I guess it all comes back to like being true to who you are and fully embracing that yeah so would you say that you live your life unapologetically Ashley um to a certain aspect I think I do but I think I still care a lot about what other people think um Mm. like I live more authentically these days than I ever have before but within that sort of living you know to in alignment to myself I often question that because um I think my uh authentic self is sort of like it's it's becoming fully realized at this moment. Um, Mm. I think I've always sort of lived a life or thought I lived a life unapologetically, but I never really did. And Mm. I'm, I'm starting to realize that slowly and slowly, because I think before, um, I was living for other people. I think I was doing things that fit into society. Um, I like went into banking, you know, like I, I was, you know, super accomplished and like thought this is the way I needed to go. And I still believe in accomplishment and achievement, all of that. Um, but sort of the structure of my life feels like it's changing into more what I want and my values of impact and creativity Mm -hmm. and passion, um, and wanting to do better for the world than how I kind of came to the world. Um, So I do feel like I'm getting more living a life unapologetically, more authentically, Mm. but there's still this discourse because it's like, but I want to please other people whilst Mm. I'm doing it, Um, which is a a huge struggle. And I wonder if you sort of suffer through that same thing of like, do you live your life unapologetically? And what does that mean to you? And also do you kind of struggle between living your life unapologetically and also kind of trying to just live your life to fit into what other people expect of you um I think there's a few questions there but I'll try, <laughs> try, yeah. I'll try to answer I think um so on one side of the spectrum somebody asked me recently if you won the lottery wh- what would you do and I remember because we asked each other the same question and one of the, th- the first things that they said was that they would they wouldn't do the work that they're doing right now and they'll go and do something different or they'll do more aspects of the other stuff they do on the side more so than their main work and the main what's the first thing I said is that I would still do my research like <clears throat> I, I would still basically do everything that I'm doing right now um but I'll be able to I guess expand upon that a bit more and be able to have some of the other wants that I, w- I would like to have in my life and be able to do certain things for my family and stuff like that but the core of what it is that I'm doing and where I focus my time, my energies wouldn't change. Um, so I feel it took a long time to get to that point because mm-hmm. uh, living a life that's truly aligned to yourself, you know, not really caring too much about what society thinks, your family thinks, your friends think, your colleagues think, yeah. or, you know, what person's side comment might say to you on the street or whatever, yeah. uh, is extremely difficult because we've all being kind of like conditioned to really think about what everybody else thinks um mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a two-throw like what somebody externally says says to you or might perceive you and, and how you perceive and the actions that you take within yourself um 
so am I living my life that way I thought I'm on a process of that mm. and we just had a discussion most recently where I had a conversation with a guy who decided to say the most horrific things to me <laughs> yeah and I really I was like to myself oh my gosh I'm such an at a place where I'm so comfortable with myself and who I am yeah. that I didn't allow what that person to say to kind of even inflict me in some way because I was like no yeah. you're completely wrong like that is not me and obviously you have a very misconception of who I am as a person yeah um so I feel like there's, there's a lot of strength when when you when you live your life in this sense so I feel like I'm on this process but I'm like probably 60 70 percent there um yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, I feel like, um, it's interesting that you said, like, speak your truth. Like, I want to dial back to that because I feel like, um, I'm the type of person that's always been speaking my <laughs> truth since I was a kid. Like I just say whatever <laughs> hell is on my mind. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so that part, I do sense that I live my life unapolo- unapologetically in the fact that I will just, you know, kind of say, you know, if I feel a type of way, I'll, I'll just say it. I did hold my tongue this weekend because a lot of things were said that I was like, okay. Like, for example, I had a conversation with a guy and he was like, America's the best country in the world. And I was like, mm, you're saying that because you're a white man and it, it fits your narrative, you know, like mm. it fits your lifestyle. And I didn't want to go into like, there's a lot of times this weekend because I was in a very white space that I held my tongue. Um, and I do I don't think that's not me living unapologetically. There's also like, you have to know, it's like, you need to know when to hold them, when to fold them. Like you need to know when it's appropriate to say something and when someone's ready to hear that information, which I didn't think anybody that I was around was ready to hear the information that I was going to drop. But like, um, like for example, like America is not the best country, especially if you're black and, and a woman, um, Exactly. You know, like <laughs> I don't want to have this debate on a night out. So I, it's like, I know when to like pull back, mm. but like in certain situations, I would just kind of say it, you know, and that's, that's what I really like. One thing about living your life unapologetically that I feel most aligned to is just like, if I, if I want to do something or if I want to say something specifically and speak my truth, I'll just speak my truth. Yeah. Um, And I think that's really important that you gather that from your grandmother, who was not the sweet old lady who's like, (laughs) oh, honey, you know, you know, because you need someone who speaks to you truthfully. You don't want someone who's just sweet talking you the whole time. That's not how you get through life. Yeah. Like I I do, like, for instance, I I noticed that when you actually that you always speak (laughs) true. And it's, it's, it's very, it's very like, you know, um, inspiring in a sense, you know, that you can just say what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Out your no mouth. filter. There's no filter all. whatsoever. And I've, I've been trained or learned or always, always think about what I say before I say it. And I, I'm not saying one is necessarily better than the other or whatever, but I just say it's really, I mean, what I mean by that, having no filter and being yourself means you are moving within the world as yourself. Like, this is who I am. This is me. Um, And whilst I say my grandma, you know, oh my gosh, she just, 
she just said what you well, you know what you needed to hear and honestly we wanted to hear you know um sometimes that can be you know not the best for the person you yeah <laughs> um because she she hits homes with some hard home truths you know yeah. and it's obviously her own also it's her own opinion but also her wisdom yeah. mixed mixed in with that um you have to be very I always said to myself whenever I go see my grandma I need to make sure my mental health is intact before I go see <laughs> <laughs> make sure that I can like stand whatever she's going to tell me this time or you know um but it's it's it's, it's very something that I admire looking back it took me a long time to figure it out like using your voice and actually speaking up and saying and saying what you want to say you know like yeah. the thing she said she believed wholeheartedly yeah. you know it's a part of who she is and she she there's no mistake any there's no one no one can mistake what it is that she that that was important to her or you know what was on her mind you didn't have to guess it she's going to tell you yeah <laughs> which, I, which was why I find it really I remember when I spent um more time with you I guess when I was in Australia I was like wow actually really speaks what's on her mind <laughs> 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 I think part for of good that, or for bad <laughs> I think part of that also is like maybe American culture as well especially when it comes to race people speak out and speak like their emotions or have something to say I remember I think we discussed this before when I was organizing like a summit and I was like hosting one when I was in London and you're like is anybody got anything to say and everyone puts their hands up and like oh sorry can I speak or you know may I speak you know before they even you know if they've been given the mic it's clear that they, that they, that they can yeah. talk but they still apologize before they even say anything and in America people were queuing up like because anyway if you say they have a queue they have to have a speech prepared you know they didn't mind yeah. how long they had on the mic <laughs> it's yeah. their time to speak their truth but I, I do feel what you're saying because you brought back the comment about you know being around people and, and these people are not necessarily ready to hear you to hear what you have to say um and it's not the time because it can be very deflating to speak to speak your truth to people who you know who are not ready to hear it yet um, and I think that's part of like living like unapologetically at this point it's like know when to like say things to people because people are ready to hear them and know when you know, you have to hold back because mm. like I, before I didn't self-regulate when I was in my early twenties, I just say whatever is in my head. And then people didn't really like that. And I was, I would get angry because it's like, well, you know, um, not that people had to agree with me, but it's like, if I'm speaking up about like my own experience as a black woman, it's like this, like hear me. And it's like, some people are not ready to hear you. And that's yeah. cool too. And I accept that. I know who I am and I understand where I stand as a black woman in this, in this society, in this world. And not everybody truly cares about like where, like my own experience and that I don't need you to care. And that's a part of me living unapologetically. I don't need you to care about what I need to say. Mm. Like some people are ready to hear that conversation. Some people are ready to live in this hoorah, America's the best country in the world, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm cool with that. Like you do you and I'll do me. And I know that I know who to kind of express myself fully to and live completely authentically to. And I know who not to. Yeah. And that's I, fine too. And that's also key as well. Like as we discussed in the previous, previous episode about, you know, our mental health, like who, who we share things with, who our circle are, who our people are and knowing that. And there's also different ways in which somebody can use their voice. Obviously, we're talking about speaking and actually having conversations, but it's other ways in which you, you can speak your truth in this world. Um, and not all those things are instant. Um, not all those things are, are about, you know, creating a, a conversation that, you know, has 
different sparks within it and people you know having a debate or whatever like that you can use your voice to uplift people you know yeah. as as you do in in your own work as well actually like using your voice using your talents using your skills in all different ways so yeah so i guess at this point we're ready to throw it to our listeners or is there anything else to add before we do that actually or no i don't think so so cool so to our listeners today we want to ask you do you live your life unapologetically do you have your life fully aligned to your values and thoughts and if you do why and if not why not yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts on that we're really interested in that so until next time i guess we'll hear from you soon bye any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and do not represent or are connected to any persons, institutions, organizations, or companies unless explicitly stated.